Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. It's been a long time. Please we shouldn't don't. have left you no, don't, don't. without a dope pod. Step two, step two, Please, st- step you, two. You gotta stop. No. Ricky, Ricky. No, no, no. The other voice you just heard is my lovely wife, Chanel. Yes. I am Roy Burton. We are back. We are John Appetit. Chanel, how are you doing tonight? I'm actually a lot better than I've been in, in, a, in a while. Yeah, we were a little under the weather, so we apologize for taking a little bit of, of a break. But we have a very packed podcast in store for you because since we've been going, multiple restaurants have opened. So we have plenty of stuff to talk about on this edition of John Appetit. In our, in our main segment, our What's Good Philly segment, we went to a place that... We've gone to a lot, but never talked about on the show. We have finally had a chance to sit down and put our thoughts together about the Bruno Brothers Markets. The Bruno Brothers is amazing. We had a chance to check it out uh, recently, so we're going to talk about that. And we have plenty of events to tell you about coming up in the Philadelphia area. So please sit back, relax, enjoy this episode of John Appetit. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Tune in radio, Google Play, Spotify. Please subscribe to the John Appetit podcast. Tell your friends, tell your friends' friends, post about it on social media. And please, wherever you get your podcast, leave us a thumbs up, five hearts or five stars, a heart, you know, a good positive review. If you leave a negative review, again, we may be inclined to believe you are a hater. Um, but give us some love. <laughs> give us some love and give us some support. Or just someone who likes to offer constructive criticism. Or someone. Which who, Chanel is okay with. Which we're okay with because, again, people have offered us constructive criticism yes. um, over the over the course of the show. Just be prepared to get a response. Yeah. If you, and, and, again, the responses typically come from me. So the yes. constru- criticism, uh, the constructive criticism, I was going to say, I was going to say, will be taken in stride. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily it's not taken true. in stride. Yeah, yeah. It's just responded to in stride. Yeah, correct. Roy is the person correct. who responds. Correct. Yeah, so we have a lot of stuff planned for you guys. Again, we've been kind of busy with a lot of cool stuff uh, recently. So hopefully you guys um, can kind of join us uh, as we kind of continue to grow this show, uh, John Appetit, onwards and upwards for 2019 and beyond. So a lot of cool stuff for you guys, as always, planned here with John Appetit. But as always, you know, since you're listening to us, please take a moment to check out our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. There's War Room Sports. If you're a sports fan, I also have a sports podcast, The Broad Street Line, which you can listen to as a radio show if you live in Philly every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM WPPMLP Philadelphia. You can check that out also live on the TuneIn app or on TuneIn.com. Just search for the Philly Cam Station and check that out every Saturday at 10 a.m. Also check out our friends over at Tissue and the Tape. If you're a hip-hop head, you'll definitely love Phil and Savad doing their thing, talking about the latest and greatest in hip-hop and beyond. 
excuse me, on the tissue in the tape. Also, tune in. All-American, Tay Diggs, back for season two. Starts this month. You definitely want to check that out. Some very, very cool stuff. But please, while you're doing all of that, give us a follow on social media at Facebook. Um, excuse me, at John Appetit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, we are very accessible in the social media streets. If you don't want to drop us an email at JohnAppetit at gmail.com, you can always hit us up on social media. Again, John Appetit, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We actually got a, um, someone sent us a tweet we're going to talk about later in the show. One of our good friends, uh, Kevin, who came out to our live show. He sent us a tweet. We're going to talk about that in segment number two. Chanel has no, no idea. No, is this is your stats? No, 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 no. It's not a stats thing. It's not a stats okay. thing. Um, this is this relates to you. This relates Me? to you. This relates to you. Um, Kevin listens to us, so he he knows he understands the dynamic of the show. Okay. So okay, this relates to you and us, basically us. You you understand? N- notice how I have no idea what you're talking about because I don't check our Twitter. You understand? You understand when I when I drop? Okay. It. All right. Uh, the speaking of drops. The 50 best restaurant list was dropped and updated by Philly Mag or Philly Mag's website, FUBU's, uh, last month. I want to say it was September was the update. Now the 50 uh, best restaurants, uh, it went from every two years to every year to that. I believe they updated now every three months uh, because the restaurant scene in Philadelphia, but pretty much anywhere, um, is a very volatile, always in flux um, kind of thing. So you've always got to stay on top of the best restaurants in the city. The number one, actually, let me go from 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. This is from 10 to 1, the best restaurants in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area, I should say, because not all are in Philadelphia proper. 10 to 1, Serpico, Zahav, Rez Ipsa, Vetri Cucina, Laurel, Hiroki, the new Japanese uh, spot in Fishtown, uh, Vernick Food and Drink, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Hungry Pigeon, and number one, Soraya. Love Soraya. Soraya is number one. Let me just Let me just say this. Right, Zahav literally, literally just won the James Beard Award for the most outstanding restaurant in America. So that says a lot about the other restaurants that are. And it's ninth on this list. It's like, fam, like Philadelphia, Philadelphia, the culinary scene here is crazy. It's crushing it, man. It's crazy, fam. It's crushing it. Like this is crazy. Like Friday, like you can look at any of these restaurants or a bunch of restaurants that aren't even in the top ten that are amazing restaurants. Hiroki. In theory, I mm-hmm. would love to go. <laughs> no, you would love to go. But however, my pockets are not Hiroki pockets. Nah, fam. Nah, Hiroki. I, uh, you know, Hiroki pockets are not my pocket. Hiroki taste. Different tax bracket. It's a different tax bracket. It, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful <laughs> that looking spot. Door, like oh, very very exclusive to me. Mm-hmm. And if someone would like to treat me to Hiroki, I'd be. More than happy to oblige. Someone would like to treat us to Hiroki, a John Appetit. It doesn't have to be both of us because it is expensive. So if you had to pick one of us, you could pick me. Or you could pick me, John Appetit at (laughs) gmail.com. Or you could send a DM on Twitter. I will answer that directly and send you my private email address (laughs) if you want to treat me to Hiroki. I could just give them your private email address. You could treat treat us to Hiroki. (laughs) They could probably guess it. (laughs) Um, I I should mention, I I didn't mention this last time. Is this this the long. You're okay? You're okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I adjusted and it kind of. Uh, last week, um, we didn't have a show, but I'm checking our, our chartable stats. Last week, uh, September 24th, we made, for a day, the top 100 in the Ooh, Apple iTunes list, awesome. Apple Podcast list. So shout out to all you guys again for Thank listening to us. Thank you very much. And supporting us again. We want to be in the top 100 of food podcasts all the time. And how we're getting many, there. But 
How many food podcasts are there? There are a lot. There's, There's a probably lot. a lot. We know of a lot. There are a lot. There are a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we You were, haven't we, moved us towards your James Beard esque type podcast. Oh, I have. Oh, we had we had the the interviews. We had with the uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, the folks. Oh, that, okay. So, yeah, man, we getting okay. there. We got Robert right, Irvine. So, yeah. Come on. Now. All right. So you're trying. We he's elevating. Trying. We I'm, elevating. He's the elevator. We elevate. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, let's continue to talk yeah. about this top fifty yeah. list. Though, Pizzeria Betia, Time Magazine said this is one of 19 best restaurants in the world. This is 16th on this list. Insane. Right. If, if you guys are not like going out and experiencing uh, the Philadelphia food scene, you're definitely missing out. Definitely missing South out. Philly Barbacoa won a bunch of awards. They're 13. Real Boucherie, Nicholas Elmi, he won Top Chef, 25th. He's got a couple of great places. Hearthside is 30th. If there's 29 better restaurants in Hearthside in Philadelphia. <laughs> that says a lot. Somebody got to take amazing. me to these places. Yeah. Hearthside crazy. <laughs> Mike's Barbecue is 42. This is some of the best. This is better than some of the barbecue I had in Texas. Yes. Mike's Barbecue is 42. It's amazing. This is like, people, if you can, please do yourself a favor and try to make it out to one of these restaurants. On yeah, the top take a look at list. the top 50. And they're... When you think Philadelphia Magazine Top 50, you think pricey. They're all, not all of these restaurants are pricey. Mike's Barbecue, you get Mike's a cheese bar- for 12 bucks. Mike's Barbecue is not pricey. Yeah. There's a, And if you think, oh, it's super hard to get into, some of these restaurants, they're very easy to get into, and some don't even require a reservation. No. So I, I highly recommend, um, the we've eaten at a good portion of what, what would you say, 25%? I think it was like 25%. Of the restaurants on this yeah. list. We still got to make our way through, but it changes so much. Yeah, that's the thing. So... I personally, uh, if I were looking for a place to go and I didn't want to go to some place I already went, I'd immediately go to this list and see what we have here and just pick one from this list. And I know I wouldn't be steered in the wrong direction. Yeah, so check out the Philly uh, 50 Best Restaurant list on uh, Philly Max FooBoo's website. That's FooBoo's, F-O-O-B-O-O-Z.com. Two new openings um, in the Pod Philly Hotel from the restaurant group behind Soraya and Pizzeria Betia, two places we just talked about. Um, there's El Cafe, which is a Mexican cafe um, from that team. And this is a, a daytime spot open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily um, that that specializes in breakfast tacos, cakes, uh, conchas, which is this, this Mexican sweetbread kind of thing. Um, they and, have horchata. Yeah, dipping chocolate, the good chocolate. Um, coffees, horchatas, and aguas fresca. So it's a nice little breakfast against a cafe. It's a little breakfast spot. Only three different types of tacos on the menu. Um, again, with fresh stone ground um, tacos um, at El Cafe in the same building. This, I'm sorry, this is open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily at 31 South 19th Street. Brand new brand hotel. New it's like yeah, pod uh, I've watched the building of this thing. This is not too. This is my hood, as we like to your hood call it. Um, watch this place go up. Uh, nice looking spots. I think Podfield, it's one of those small um, small room hotels. I think it's one of those type of deals. Like a Citizen M type I think it's deal? Type, I think it's type like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like that. Um, but yeah, check out Pod Philly for if you want to eat. You can eat there. And in the same building, in the same locale or same place, is a new restaurant, a Mexican restaurant uh, called uh, Condesa. This is cuisine-inspired by Mexico City. So maybe not the kind of stuff that you may be used to if you go to um, uh, Playa del Carmen or something or like that kind of Mexican yeah. cuisine. Yeah, it's not like a, um, what you get at like El Rey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is... Which uh, is fine. El which is Rey's good, yeah. It's, good Mexican. It's, just it's different. just different. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. Um, so expect stuff like carnitas, uh, mole negro, 
Uh, they have a goat stew, uh, bira, and a suadero, which is kind of like a flank steak kind of thing. And they have stone ground masa. Their menu is online. So on the food, if you go to foodboos.com, you look up the Condessa um, article, their menu is online. This might be the best opening menu we, <laughs> yeah. I, we, no, we have so, seen since yeah. we started doing this we show. We were talking um, before we started uh, while we were setting up and just indicating how we would like run the whole menu. Like yeah. when when we go, we're probably gonna embarrass ourselves because we're gonna get so much food. I'm gonna tell a waiter. Or we waitress, might have to bring people with us for this. I'm gonna tell the waiter or waitress off the rip. I'm like, fam, like, listen, like, I'm probably gonna run this menu, come close to it, but before I pick something, like before I pick anything, give me your suggestions of the stuff that I super super have to get, and then I'll figure out what I'm gonna get for the other 75 percent of the menu that I'm gonna order. This menu is crazy. They have appetizers, tacos, large plates. Just, 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 it's, I don't know. I can't even talk about it. This menu is insane. This it's is so good. Scallop, a scallop aguachile. Um, we have an, a lamb adobado. Fan. Uh, just chicken and goat and like yeah, all we're, kinds we're even, of we're stuff. Eat goat. I don't, I, I have had goat like from a uh, veteran and stuff like that. So I do eat goat, but I don't particularly go for it. But with everything else on this menu, I'm like, yo, I want to see what they do with this goat, man. Mushroom and hibiscus quesadilla. This is like the mushroom quesadilla. At, what's that? Mission Taqueria? Yeah. If it's anything like that, if that man. If, if it's anything like that. Fan, we out yeah. here. Like, Gotta I mean, try that. The tostadas. You saw, I know you saw the chicharron. I know you're yes, a big fan of the chicharron. Come on. What are we talking so, about here? Uh, this crazy. And it's a nice looking spot. Beautiful I actually spot. walked by it on Tuesday. Uh, there's some outdoor seating and then indoor. And it is a cool looking spot. I like the look of the place. Uh, I can't wait to try it. But as uh, if you're a, a regular listener of ours, you know that we try not to go when places first open. We oh, like we're going to go here them, soon. We like to give them a little time <laughs> to like get it together because we don't, you know, it takes a while to get the kinks out and all that stuff. So once we feel like. Well, Roy's giving me a look, so we'll probably break our rule on this one. We We've broken soon. our room rules before, so we'll probably break it. This on is this. from the same people behind Saray and Pizzeria Betia. Yeah. I'm pretty so confident. That gives me confidence in the goat and everything else on this menu. And it's not a big menu. No. And I'm a fan when a restaurant doesn't have a large menu because usually when restaurants have smaller menus, it's they do that stuff really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like when sometimes when there's big menus, it gets a little out of hand. You don't get the same consistency or quality. But uh, that's not true of all restaurants. But true. sometimes you that's, see that. So uh, when there's a smaller menu, the chef really uh, and the team really concentrates on doing the smaller uh, amount of dishes really well. And the uh, the drink menu focuses on uh, tequilas and mezcal and agave uh, based spirits and the dessert menu. Boy, oh, boy. They have some churros. I just care about churros. And they have the, this <laughs> chocolate tamale with peanut ice cream and honey. That's come all on. you. Come That's on. You. I just care about Come uh, on. Churros. What are we talking about here, man? Like, this is crazy. This menu is insane. So, yeah. So, this the, is Condessa. We will probably go here soon because, uh, as I said, this one's in my hood, so it's not too far from me. This menu is crazy. So, Royal probably schedule a time where he meets me downtown. 1,000%. We just show up at one thousand percent, and then embarrass ourselves by eating way too much. So, speaking of restaurants from people behind other restaurants, uh, Kafar is now open for dinner. So, this you know, Kafar has been open for maybe a month or so now. Um, it's a dip cafe, the newish Rittenhouse Cafe at one ten South Nineteenth Street, and they're the ones who have the pastry line that kind of goes out the door in the mornings because uh, the pastry chef uh, from Zahab, Camille Cogswell is in charge of everything going on down at Kafar. 
Now they have a dinner menu. So between 5 and 10 during the week and from 5 to 11 on Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, uh, you can get all sorts of uh, dinner dinner bites. So there, did you look at the menu? I don't know if you had a chance to uh, check it out. I took a quick look at okay. it. Yeah, so there's snacks and snacks and different toasts. They have this whipped feta toast with fresh figs, spicy honey, and kubane. Chris, I'm not sure what kubane is. Do you know what kubane no, is? No, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, they have three different salads, and they have this lo- these large plate options, including one I am very intrigued by, the Persian lamb shank. I, I knew it. When I saw that, I was like, that's yeah, all Roy. Boy. That Persian lamb shank. Yeah, That's boy. all me, too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but they have this dry strip steak that looks pretty I good, saw that too. too. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, my, my laser focus went to the Persian lamb shank. Uh, they also have desserts, uh, including a rugelach French toast with blueberry syrup and a walnut cake with whipped cream and apples. Um, again, this is not a big menu. Uh, no, uh, again, fan of smaller menus. That means uh, they're concentrating on the dishes that they have, and they probably do them really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, they have a cocktail menu, a huge vermouth menu. If you're a fan of vermouth, they have it for you here. Are you a vermouth man? Not, not a vermouth fan. Uh, well, actually, I never really had it. I don't think I've, I've ever had it. Um, I'm intrigued. I'll give it a shot. I think you've had it. Have I had it? I feel like we've had it in a tasting at some point. Okay. Um, then I guess I like it. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, beer, spirits, and wine and glass. Wine uh, by the glass and the bottle. Again, this is Kafar from the folks behind Zahav, which is amazing. Um, I've heard great things about Kafar, the cafe itself. So, again, now open for dinner. You can make your reservations uh, there now. Fashion District of Philadelphia Boasts tons of food options, and that is now can, open can, as well. Can I express a beef? Hit me. Why are we calling this the fashion district? That's the name. Mama called him Clay. I'm going to call him the gallery. Like, but. usually a fashion district is a place where you find, like, wholesale fashion. You know what I mean? Like, usually places where boutiques and, like, big stores go to buy clothes. This is not a fashion district. It's like a mall. Right? Or am I, I wrong? I don't disagree. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought, like, I'm very confused. But go, go, go. Well, the original intent of this place was supposed to be an outlet store. It's supposed to be all Which outlets. It would also not make it a fashion It was supposed store. to be all outlets, like, particularly like, with a focus on clothing. Okay. Um. So, does that help? No. Okay. All right, well. Yeah, I'm confused. Because <laughs> if you gallery. think of, like, the L.A. fashion district. It's the gallery. It's places where people buy clothes wholesale. But, yeah, for those of you familiar with Philadelphia, the fashion district of Philadelphia is just the gallery. It's the gallery, 2.0. 2.0. That's all. That's all it is. However, there's a plenty of great places to eat. There's, plenty of, there's great places to shop, but there's great places to eat because that's what we're here for. If, if someone can prove us wrong, I'm open to be proven wrong that it's not the gallery 2.0. No, it like, is. No, that's what know, we're going to call it. So That's what, that's what I'm going to refer to it as because... I rode by it. <laughs> but go ahead. Go. I um, so the Anchor Restaurant uh, is a place called City Winery. They have these in a couple of cities. Um, that's the Anchor Store here, or restaurant here, at the Fashion District of Philadelphia. It's a full-service restaurant, and it has multiple bars and multiple music venues and a winery on site. So you can get your eats on. You get some little entertainment. There's a winery literally on site at City Winery. I went through the entertainment list. There's some good acts coming like here. Like live? Live okay. music. There's some okay. uh, music, Soul Child. Isn't there a hard rock? Hard rock is uh, down the street. Do they do live acts there too? Rare. Not really anybody you know. No, but they do do live. It's rare. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm it's not just, like this. No, I'm just no this is like a straight up like a concert venue. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, music, Soul Child, uh, Bilal, uh, Raheem Devon. I mean, there's some There's some pretty decent acts coming That's to all City, City Winery. Soul. Well, no, that, those are the ones that, that, that relate to me. 
Oh, okay. Mm. There's other ones. like you're just naming Neo Soul. <laughs> no, that relates ones. to you, not me. There's other ones. Is, I mean, those ones. Those are bag. those are the ones you're probably more familiar with. So you I don't know what I'm familiar with. I, I could familiar. surprise you. Okay, sure. Surprise <laughs> me then. Tell me somebody else is coming. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so in addition to City Winery, there's a food court, an OG style food court, Chickies and Pete's. Love, love, love. Burger Fi. I've never had it. Uh, Freshy, fast casual salad spot. They have wraps and burritos as Not well. Uh, Chick-fil-A, which was a staple of the old gallery, is back. A place called La Madeline, which is a French cafe. Um, Oath Pizza and Pei Wei, uh, an Asian spot in the food court. But also throughout the fashion district, there's Annie, Annie Ann's, Philly Pretzel Factory, Haagen-Dazs, Jamba Juice, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, mall food. Mall food. A place called Poke World. Another place called Tiffany's Bakery, which looks really good. I saw a picture of that online. It's pretty good. Some place called Potato Corner, which has potatoes and chicken tenders. Uh, Rolling Cow. Food. Rolled ice cream. Um, coming soon to the Fashion District of Philadelphia, Starbucks, and Big Gay Ice Cream. That's a good thing. Big and Gay Ice Cream is not everywhere. No, so it's not. That, that's a good thing. And a Yards Brewing Company pop-up bar is coming soon as well. So on the third floor. So lots of eat. Not even more than that. On the third floor, uh, there's a movie theater, an AMC movie theater within Theatre Dining. So if you'd like hmm. to eat while you're at the showing of Joker, you can do so. And there's a place called Round One, which is kind of like a Dave and Buster's type place. How does that work? So they have, uh, so you order stuff, and uh-huh. they, and, well, it depends. Every everyone's different. Some theaters bring it to you during the show. Some bring you food before the show. Like um, like full meals, big meals, yeah, like dinners and meals, and yeah, uh-huh, okay. yeah. So there's a there's a few of those spots. Um, they're coming. They're not too many around here. Um, I think that's the only one in Philadelphia, Philadelphia proper. Okay. I'm gonna be wrong on that one, but yeah, in theater dining at the AMC, and again, round one, kind of like a Dave and Buster type spot at the at the. I was gonna call it the gallery. It's the gallery at the gallery. Gallery two point. Um, yeah. So plenty of places to eat at the Fashion District of Philadelphia. If, if anybody checks it out and has pictures, please let us know because we're very curious to kind of so see now, what it's about. I see where they're referring to it as the district. The district. So we can call it the district. No, well, we can. We're gonna call it the gallery. <laughs> 2.0. No, I'm not doing 2.0 too much. <laughs> like, I'll call it the district. Fashion district is weird just because. Meet me at the gallery, a, y'all. A fashion Meet district. me at the B. Dalton bookstore in the gallery near the software, you, the Babbage's and the software, etc. I'm going to go. Stop. I, no, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Why would not go? There's a Nike outlet down there. I'm definitely going there. Where? In the gallery. There's a what? There? A Nike outlet. Oh, yeah. I forget I'm 1,000% going. With your Nike outlet. Oh, please. I'm 1,000% going down there. Any place with a Chick-fil-A and a Chickies and Pizza and a Nike outlet? Like, fam. Chick-fil-A. Or Chickies and Pete's. almost described Franklin Mills. I mean. Chickies and Pete's. <laughs> incredible chicken tenders. I love the chicken tenders at Chickies and Pizza. Love them. All about the crab fry. Yeah, well, we'll see. Speaking of chicken, Ikea under fire for their jerk chicken dish. I don't dish. understand this. So, Ikea... As you may know, is a Swedish retailer that sells furniture that's never put together. They have a menu because they have restaurants, and I believe all their in all their restaurant all their uh, stores in the UK. They added jerk chicken to their in store menu. People got mad. They face an immediate For backlash. Stupid reason. Immediate backlash due to its inauthentic nature. They were accused of cultural appropriation because oh, the jerk chicken goodness. was served with white rice. And green peas. It's typically served with kidney beans or something called gungo peas, and people got mad. It's a Swedish company. They 
heard of jerk chicken with rice and peas. They wanted to make jerk chicken with rice and peas. They made jerk chicken with rice and peas. They didn't know that Caribbean people refer to uh, rice and beans as rice and peas. So I don't understand who gets mad. It's like we just want to be mad about everything. This is there's so much other stuff going on. There's so many things to be mad about. To get <laughs> mad at IKEA. I'm more mad that IKEA apologized. You gotta always gotta apologize. No, Even you, if you don't. You always gotta apologize. They did not have to apologize. They didn't do anything wrong. They, they didn't, didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. All they could have said was, "We thought uh, our interpretation of rice and peas was white rice and peas. We were not familiar with the fact that in the Caribbean, rice and peas is uh, really means rice and beans. That doesn't require an apology. It just requires that they say that. Like, it's clear. It's obvious. It's Sweden. When you hear rice and peas, you think rice and green peas when For, you're from Sweden. Forget all that. Forget all that. Just because you serve an entree doesn't mean you have to serve it with the natural accoutrements. Yeah, it doesn't have to be authentic. Right. Just because it's like, yo, I got jerk chicken. I don't have to serve jerk chicken every single time I serve it with rice and beans. I don't. No. On their menu, it says, yo, we have jerk chicken with rice and peas. They're not giving you, they're not, they're not, they didn't say rice and beans on the menu. No. They said, this is how we're serving it. And then right? they show you a Period. picture of it. And it's Here's a picture white of it. rice with green peas. Here's a picture peas. of it. All right. Like you can have it or not. I make a lot of dishes that are not of my culture. I'm not like spitting on the culture from the dish. It's just my interpretation of the food. Like, really, we're really going to get mad. And when I go to Ikea, right? We're really getting mad. When I go to this. Ikea, the only authentic food that I'm looking for, if I'm looking for anything, like, is Swedish food. If it's anything that's not Swedish, I'm like, yo, I don't expect the most authentic version yeah. of it. All right? And I don't even eat. I've never had food from Ikea. I eat the ice cream or frozen yogurt, whatever that is, the vanilla stuff in the cone. That's the only thing I've ever eaten from there anyway. People eating at Ikea are not like, oh, this is not authentic. Well, they, apparently they are. No, someone saw a picture of this and they got And they upset. got mad. Yeah, this is a Twitter thing. Yeah, these Twitter fingers out here. I, I, major corporations, FYI, most people aren't on Twitter. Oh, yeah, please. So stop bowing to the people no, who but go you, to war but you gotta, on Twitter. you got to apologize, even if you don't do something wrong. You know how, you don't apologize. apologize. I don't apologize if I didn't do anything wrong. I know. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm aware. I am not doing that. I'm aware. And neither should anybody else. If you did something wrong or you hurt someone, you should definitely apologize. I don't understand how IKEA making rice and peas hurt anybody. It didn't. Exactly. It didn't. So why did they apologize? Well, because you have to. You no, I'm not a, a believer money. of that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk about what's good in Philadelphia. And this is a Philadelphia landmark that continues to be good to this day. And. We have some other stuff to tell you about as well. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to segment number two of the show. We're going to talk about a place called the Bruno Brothers. Now, for those of you who live in the Philadelphia area, you're probably familiar with the Bruno Brothers because they've been around for 80 years, more than 80 years. Started out as a small store in the Italian market back in 1933. 
turned into a gourmet cheese shop with cured meats um, in 1965. And over the years, they've kind of gained basically world renown uh, for their cheeses and their, and their specialty foods. And from that small store in the Italian market, they, they're now, uh, they've now grown to five different locations, including one in Ardmore and one at the Comcast Center. There's a bottle shop uh, and there's a restaurant upstairs uh, alimentary at their new, well, not new, their Rittenhouse location, a new restaurant at their Rittenhouse location. Um, the Bruno Brothers, if you go in there, this is like a foodie heaven. Like you walk in, any of them, basically, there is just, it's almost overwhelming, the, the, the types the amount of, of... The amount of stuff that's in there. Uh, for cooking and for just yeah, eating. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so not just prepared foods. Yeah, or, like if, you so, if you're someone who likes to cook, the amount of different ingredients in there... Uh, can be a bit overwhelming, but it, it's good to kind of just stroll through and see the different things they offer. And if you're just going in there to grab something to eat, whether it's a snack or lunch or for dinner, there's so many options that it, it, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, if you're if you're you know a chef or if you, if you like to cook, I mean, there's all different kinds of oils and vinegars and, and cheeses, pastas. And- and flour, like the good flour, like the double zero <laughs> tipo flour, you know, whatever that you use for pizza. There's cheeses, there's, and there's sauces, and yeah, cured meats and and olives, and it's just like if you just like to cook. I mean, you can just get lost, and you can get lost. And I mean, they have, they have cookbooks. I mean, you just get lost in there. But there's so many different options, stuff that you will never find in your regular grocery store. Yeah, you will never even find it in like the better stores, like a Whole Foods or something. There, there's stuff here that you. There won't are find. things that are specifically in De Bruno's that you can't find in other places. And they have specialty foods as well. They have like crackers and sweets and cocktail mixers, like a, chocolate bars. Yeah, like chocolate <laughs> bars. Like there's there's stuff that you tip you you won't find anywhere else. Their selection of coffees and teas are just amazing. Again, it's like you know, it's like it's not just Italian stuff either. I mean, it's not just stuff from Italy or stuff from, um, you know, like hard to find stuff here. I mean, it's sort of stuff from like all over the world, um, coffees and teas. And um, Chanel said they have a bunch of prepared foods as well. So if you don't want to cook, you can go here and get a, a bunch of prepared foods. So we took a trip to uh, De Bruno Brothers. Was it last weekend? No, two weeks, two weekends ago. It wasn't, it wasn't um, last weekend. No, it wasn't last weekend. I thought it was last weekend. I don't think it was. Oh, no, because we went to Connecticut. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was the weekend before. Yeah, two weekends yeah. ago. So we got a bunch of, so again, our, our eyes got like, very excited. It's kind of like Christmas Day. You know, you come downstairs. And, and, then, and like when you go in and you're hungry because right. we went yeah, hungry. That was, that was a problem. We yeah, you hungry. go in there and you're hungry. It's a problem because you're going you're gonna to get a lot of stuff. So we uh, let's talk about how we ended up going to De Bruno's this time. Like I go to Bruno, De Bruno's a lot because it's in my hood. Right. Um. But this time we ended up going, which was odd for us to go together because I think this is the first time we went together. Correct. Um, because we went to a show and then after the show it was like, well, what do we want to do for dinner? We didn't really want to go and sit anywhere. So we decided to go to De Bruno's so that we could grab some prepared food and just bring it home mm-hmm. and like warm it up and then be at home. Right. So that's how we ended up at De Bruno's. Yeah. So this is the De Bruno's on A Street. Uh, I believe it's the building's called the Franklin. Um, so that, that was that De Bruno's again, there's five different locations. That was the one we had a chance to go to, um, a couple of weekends ago. And again, if you go hungry, just be prepared to spend a lot of money. Yeah. Um, cause there's so many yeah. things again, either readily prepared or at the hot station or a mix of both. And it's just, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot there. Uh, so we went in, um, and again, this is the one, this is the location that has the bottle shop as well. So if you have a growler or you can even buy a growler there, but if you have a growler, you can get it filled with uh, whatever beers they have on tap. 
um, that week, and it's a rotating section of beers. But they also have a huge selection of wines, a huge selection of beer, which you can even buy by the bottle um, as well. So you can get every – the one at the Franklin, you get, get whatever you want there, basically. You get your wine and your beer and your drinks. You get your prepared foods, your, your dry foods, all sorts of great stuff. So we took full advantage of everything they had at the Bruno Brothers because we got a little bit of everything. So for the prepared foods, what'd you get? What'd you get for I your, got the arancini and the crab cakes, and I also got some of their butter. <laughs> they have butter, like like European butter. Right. Very, you know, the, yeah, the salty butter. good butter. They have good butter there. Yeah. <laughs> not not uh, Lando bread. Lakes. And not I, Lando Lakes no. or, I don't know. No, like, they're not any type of, like, right. It's Keller's. literally... Made, like butter like you would buy in like France or whatever wrapped in like wax paper, paper right. weighed and with a price on it yeah. like that kind of butter and bread to go with my butter right, so so how was the arancini and the, the crab cakes so I eat the crab cakes all the time I love the Bruno brother crab cakes um to me they're they they're there's not a lot of filler in them mm-hmm. so it's mostly crab and then the flavor and like the onions, peppers, everything that goes into them, it's really balanced. It's a really good crab cake, and it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Their crab cakes are not small, so you don't feel like. I know sometimes when you buy a crab cake, you're like, I'm paying ten bucks for this, and yeah. you feel like you're getting cheated. You do not feel like you're getting cheated with a De Bruno Brothers crab cake. Very good, very tasty, well seasoned. Uh, again, no filler. Love their crab cakes. I always get the crab cakes. The arancini, this was my first time getting it. It was so good. I tried to get you to try it before I ate them all, but you didn't, so I, I didn't. ate all of them. I didn't. Um, so the the sauce in them, the cheese, the meat filling, it was so good. I loved it. I loved the arancini. It was the first time I got it, so it won't be the last. In the past, I've also gotten their um, rotisserie chicken, which I love, love, love. Mm-hmm. They season their rotisserie chicken really, really good. So if you have a chance to get that, I would recommend rotisserie chicken. And then the butter with the bread was very tasty. Can't beat that. You had the butter. With I had the, the butter with the yeah. bread. That so butter. You can talk yeah. about that. No, that butter. That butter was excellent. It's excellent butter. Again, it's not your store. You know, store bought butter. Your regular store bought butter. Like this is that. Again, that European style butter that you know is not good for you. But he's like, yeah, <laughs> let me just have a couple pieces. Of this. It's not that bad. Like you know, treat yourself kind of thing. Um, my main entree was the chicken parm uh, with panni pasta. Um, it was a very healthy portion of chicken parm because when I when I picked it up, we rang out like it was like eighteen bucks. I'm like, oh, this is a little pricey, but like this is like the amount of chicken parm you would get at a restaurant. Yeah, like, it, it was, was a lot because I I had a little bit of that too. Yeah, the chicken parm I was like on an eating the store. penny pasta. <laughs> like it was it was like for stuff that was in the refrigerated section of a store. No, it was this quality. was great. I was it like, was man, quality. this is like this is great. Like this is a a quality dinner. Like, again, I can go to a restaurant, I go to a bunch of restaurants in Philadelphia, not have chicken parm that good, and spend more than that. So, chicken parm with the penny pasta. Um, I also got uh, some of the tomato pie, uh, which was excellent. Um, I'm not sure where they, maybe they make their own tomato pie, I'm not even sure. Um, I had their tomato pie, which is excellent. We got, uh, what was the drinks we got? We got the... Uh, you got a drink, I didn't yeah, I got the drink. Yeah, I got the, um, what was it, the wine? spritzer kind of thing yeah yeah it was like a wine spritzer it was actually yeah. pretty good yeah i got the wine spritzer um but again they have meatballs and they have pasta and they have all sorts of stuff there like it's a it's an amazing the bruno brothers is an amazing, amazing i can't story. believe we've been on uh doing this for like two and a half three and a half years three and a half three and a half years and we've never mentioned the bruno brothers and i go at least once a week 
You go once a week? Yeah. We've never. We don't, wait, 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 wait. We haven't talked. You go once a week. We yeah, don't I get talk the about it. The rotisserie you chicken. You go once a week. You should have been like, we always have I these don't discussions. Know. It, there are places, but that's the weird thing because there are places that we go all the time in Philadelphia that we never talk about on the show because they're kind of Philadelphia staples. You go all the so time. So I was, I never, it never came to mind that we never talked about DeBruno because it's a staple. It's like Devin. We never talked about that either, but I've been there a bunch of times. That's all you. And we've never talked about Park, but I've been to Park. You know, Dude, this is all you. Like you know the common we, thread. We've never talked about this. Pietro's, and I've been to all Pietro's the, the common thread several times. The common thread in this Jew. These are all kind of Philly staples. Okay. So maybe that's my fault, listeners. Thank you. So what I will do is I'll start to introduce our thoughts and opinions on the Phil, or my thoughts and opinions on Philly staples. We have these discussions. Let me take you guys in the kitchen for a second. We have these discussions about, hey, what should we talk about this week? I don't know. Have you been anywhere new? No. Because you ask, <laughs> have you been anywhere new? No. And the answer is no, because I've gone to places that are older. Yes. And the that Bruno are Brothers staples in Philadelphia that staple. people know about. The Brunos is a staple. But that doesn't mean they don't deserve shine. No, absolutely deserve, not. And that's my fault, and I will be better at that. Yeah, and like it just maybe a reminder to people about how good they are. Yeah, and like it just you know again I just realized since after we went here uh, that day I realized that this Bruno Brothers is basically three blocks away from you know where I am every Saturday um, in in a radio in a radio station. So I mean we're gonna talk about a lot more about the Bruno Brothers because I love the Bruno Brothers now. It's amazing. I love it. Well, clearly I do. I go like once a week. We we didn't talk about it. We even talk about. It. <laughs> so if you have a DeBruno Brothers near you, or even if you don't, um, try to make a trip there. Um, it's amazing. Again, if you like prepared foods, or if you like, especially if you like to cook, because I want to. Yeah, I put like that out you there. get like pasta and stuff. Because there, like, like, there's stuff you cannot you get like anywhere cheese. else. Cheese. Ugh. If you like, and we cheese got like we got me. chips. We got like a birico ham, like chip, like potato chips that taste like ham. Like where you where are you gonna find that? Like where are you gonna find stuff like this? What did you say? The cheese? Oh, they have yeah, all sorts of ice creams. The ice creams and the um, gelatos and stuff. Come oh. on, man. The Bruno Brothers so good. Meats and the seafood. Yeah, yeah, so check them out online. The Bruno Brothers. I think it's thebrunobrothers.com. Again, they have five different locations. It's thebruno.com. Thebruno.com. Thank you. Ardmore, uh, Comcast Center, Time Market. Uh, the the Franklin probably missing a couple other ones. Chestnut Street. Chestnut Street. Yeah. Um, again, the one at the Franklin has a bottle shop. If you want your wine, you want your beer, um, you want to fill up your growlers and stuff like that, check them out. And the one at Rittenhouse has that new Alimentary, the yes, new that's restaurant. the one on Chestnut Street. Uh, on top. So, again, check them out. It's time now to talk a little bit off the menu stuff. Uh, Kevin oh, Zane, wow. one of our uh, listeners, sent us um, a link or hit us up on Twitter. Send us this link because he knows he know the vibes. He, like, he knows how we get down You didn't send show. me a link. No, he didn't. He sent us the link. He sent John Appetit the link. So, yo, check this out. So, Kevin, thank you. Someone from Eater, Nick Mancall Battelle, says, quote, watching, well, let, me, let me take this. The people who write the subheads on internet articles are not necessarily the author. So, okay. let me put that out there. Okay. So, it may not be him. Okay. This is his article, though. However, okay. the subhead of this article reads the following, because people get mad at people for headlines on the internet. Oh, okay. It hurts me a little bit, because, like, yo, fam, like, they may not have written the article. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, the subhead of this article, quote, unless you have dietary restrictions, stop anxiously planning your meal before you even get to your restaurant. He says, don't look at the menu before you go. No. He says, don't look at the menu before you go to a restaurant. You got to look at the menu before he you says go. He How found, do you know you want to go? He says he found liberation by not looking at menus online. Going in without preconceived notions, quote, 
heightens your senses and allows you to form unbiased gut impressions. That's not true. It al- it lets your stomach rather than your mind lead the conversation and rewards a la minute cravings, whatever that means. So, can I can I go? Oh, please. So yeah. I do a combination. Mm-hmm. I read the menu online so that I know I actually want to go there and that there are at least two or three things that I will actually eat because some there are some menus I look at. And I won't eat anything, so we don't go to the restaurant. Correct. So we have to look at the menu to make sure that there is, there will be one to, it has to be at least two things on that menu that I will eat. Otherwise, we don't go. Mm-hmm. Once I, now Roy looks at the menu, decides from the menu what he's going to eat. So when he goes in, he has his preconceived notions, I'm eating that. Yep. Now, when I go to the restaurant, I do what this guy is saying. I can let go of what I saw online. I do let go. It's not even a can. I let go of what I saw online and I let my natural instincts decide for me what I will eat by looking at other people's plates, by going with the smells in the restaurant. What's the dominant smell of the food in the restaurant? And I let that guide me. So I do a combination. I think you have to look at the menu just to make sure that you're not going to a restaurant where you won't eat anything. Correct. But and that that's one thing, yeah. Like and for I think everybody should do that. Yeah, it's like at the very least, they're like they're looking at the menu. Menu is your first step. Is your first, is your filter? Yeah. Because have you step. ever been so, to a restaurant with someone who didn't look at the menu and then they don't like anything? Right. So now they're having a miserable time we've because all, there's we've nothing all there. that they want to eat on the menu. Right. We've all we've all been there. It's like yo man, this restaurant like yeah, it was menu trash. Like, yeah. Fam, you could have avoided this if you looked at it before. If you looked at the menu before, and then now you're sitting there miserable with them because they don't want to eat anything on the menu. Yeah. I I just don't understand not looking at the menu. That aside, I don't understand not looking at the menu before, like trying to get some idea of like what you want to do. Like, I don't get it. I, it's not a, you look at it for what you want to do. I look at it to make sure that I'll eat something. No, but, but yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we look at it for different reasons. Yeah, we look at it for different reasons. Um, But you should, in my opinion, you should always look at it for whatever reason. If your thing is you, to say, okay, this is what I'm having, and you go there with a game plan. Mm-hmm. That's how you operate. Right. That's how you do everything. Right. You when we vacation, when you you're gonna fix your car, when you're gonna take the day off, you have a game plan. Right. That's you. Me, I'm like, um, I don't know. I'll go with the, the wind on this. Yeah. But I still have an outline of what I'm gonna do. And the thing is, like, if I look at a restaurant, if I look at a menu or whatever. Listen, I'm not, I never, the thing I don't do is I don't try to eat, plan for the whole table. I'm yeah. like, look, these are the things I know I'm going to, we like, we got to order this. Like, you can order whatever you want. Like, Chanel, Chanel and I go out, like, you can follow suit. <laughs> However, these are the things I, kn- I know we are going to order at this menu, at this restaurant. Because some people look at the menu, they try to order for the table. I'm never going to do that. No, no. That's, like, that's obnoxious. That's fugazi. Yeah, like, it's like, obnoxious. yo, I don't know what y'all doing, but when I go to William Mulherrans and Sons, I this know I'm going to get This is what, Roy is very much a, this is what I'm getting, you can do what you want to do. Right, like, I know I'm going to get this double margarita pizza. Like, I know that. Like, if we go to Pizzeria Betia, like, we know we're getting that pizza with the mushroom and the sausage. Like, we like off the rip. Like, yeah. we're getting that. Like, so, whatever you guys are doing over there, if you join us, then you figure that out. But we know we're getting this. That's Roy's thing. That's how he is. He's not trying to plan your thing, but he will make sure there's something you will eat there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how he does it. He looks at a menu. He goes, okay, Chanel will eat this, this, and this. This is a good place. Let me send it to her. Right. He sends it to me. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I see some stuff we can eat or I can eat. And then we go and he already knows what he's getting. He's good. 
the time it takes for the decision is me sitting looking around at plates mm-hmm. and f- doing what this guy is saying, letting my natural instincts kick in to figure out what I'm going to eat. So I don't think looking at the menu ruins that because it doesn't yeah. ruin it for me. Yeah, because part, part of this article was like having somebody, you know, who goes to a restaurant, order for the table, and then, you know, the stuff that comes out, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. No, 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 we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't. Uh, we don't the do only that. time, and we I don't do really want that done for me unless you're a chef. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like if you're like a chef or something and I'm going out to eat with you and then you decide you're going to order for for the table because that's you, your profession and what you do. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But if you're just like me <laughs> and we just go to restaurants and eat food that we like, I don't need you to order for me. Unless you ask me, unless you ask me to, I will order. For, I, will, I won't order for you because there are people who are like, yo, I'm not, you know, I don't know what to order here. What should, yeah, what should I've, I've, I've had yeah, people yeah. do that. So I'm cool with that. What should I get? I'm cool with telling you this is what I like. Yeah. And explain to you why I like it. And But I never say you should get. It's more of a, I like this, I like it because, and I'll ask you, do you like or whatever, and then help you yeah. order. Yeah. But I would never presume to order for people. Yeah, that, that, that's weird. So let us know if you guys um, look at menus online, if you study online, if you go in. With a game plan, like I, I would all, I mean, I would almost put this in my my notes and my Google Keep, and just say, "Hey, man, this is what I'm going to order every single." Because I know what I'm going to order. Like when when I walk into a restaurant, I'm 95 percent sure every single time of what I'm going to order. And he always gets mad at me because <laughs> you sit there and you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, yo, you saw you saw online. You know what the deal is. Like, you know what it is. But then some sizzling plate comes by, or like the like sometimes like the like the waiter or waitress comes, they they'll drop that the, the nightly special on you. Yeah. And you're like, fam, like don't do this to me. Fan, See, don't do no, this. You say don't do it to me, and I say that sounds great. Right, because you already you already have like you already see you're 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 an open blank slate. Yeah, I'm a blank slate. So you're a blank slate. So if somebody says, "Yo, man, we got like this like this like shrimp fajitas with this crab guacamole or whatever," you're like, "Oh man, this is great!" Like, bam, like, all right, I'm good. And I'm like, "Fam, this is gonna knock something out. <laughs> like, I gotta knock this out to put this in. Can I knock you this see, out?" You're sitting here with your plans. Right, yeah. So that 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 does kind of throw 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 a loop in the in the mix a little bit sometimes. But no, I like I like having. I think you should have some sort some sort of an idea at least of of what on the menu appeals to you, and then kind of kind of take it from there. But again, not everybody's the same. No. Um. So again, if you have a different thought about this, uh, please let us know. Again, John Appetit at gmail dot com or John Appetit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have plenty of events to tell you about and. We're handing out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to segment number three of the show. We have a couple of upcoming events to tell you about. We start off with the Village Whiskey Bourbon and Burgers Party on October the 10th. This is the 10th anniversary of Village Whiskey. This is Jose Garces, a burger spot. And you can join Chef Garces on a bourbon tasting paired with his classic burgers. Uh, it's a very cool uh, deal. Tickets, 75 bucks. This is from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on October the 10th at Village Whiskey. Uh, for more information, check out their website, villagewhiskey.com. And on October the 30th, there's the James Beard Taste America Raising the Bar Reception here in Philadelphia. Now, James Beard 
has um, a series of food events all across the all across the world actually, but all across the United States. Um, usually they have they're pretty expensive. Um, but this is a more this year they've started out with these um, Taste America. Um, there's more casual um, kind of receptions. So this one coming to Philly is called Raising the Bar. It's going to be at Porta, Philadelphia at 1216 Chestnut Street. Say walk around cocktail reception. Again, it's focused on the drinks and, and the uh, the drink scene in Philadelphia. But there's going to be some great sounds eats cool. as well. So, yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool event. Uh, the drinks um, are coming from several bartenders, including Maria Police of ITV and Laurel. I hope I pronounced her name right. And Paul McDonald of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's an award-winning bartender at Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the food from here uh, at the James Beard event comes from Lalo, uh, the Filipino spot mm-hmm. um, in the Bourse. Uh, Porta, obviously, that's what's going to be there. Biology, a uh, place called Burgers Pittsburgh, Little Baby's Ice Cream, and the homie Mike's Barbecue. Oh, some good eats. Some we've good had eats. Almost all of them. Yeah, we've had a few of those. We've had a few of those. So, uh, again, it's a walk around the cocktail, cocktail reception. Smart casual attire is required. Tickets for this $75. For more information, check out jbftasteamerica.org. Again, this is the James Beard Taste America Raising the Bar Reception. This is October the 30th. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for a Sunday dinner to a few people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least on some level noteworthy to us. It's a little bit of a break from us talking about food all the time. Neither one of ours focuses on food. Um, I'll start off. Okay. I'll do it. My it's been we all we've been out for a couple of weeks, so my Sunday invite goes out to Hakeem Sims. Hakeem Sims, for those of you, I was going to say in the Philadelphia area, but this was a national story. Those of you who may know Hakeem Sims is the man who was catching babies out of a burning building in Philadelphia almost a couple of weeks ago. Now Hakeem Sims um, is a man in Philadelphia. There was a fire in the house, and the man was throwing basically people out of the house to save the house, and Hakeem Sims. Caught a couple of people, including a baby. Um, so he was asked about you know the, about the situation. Hakeem Sims um, spoke about it on camera, and he said, you know, you know, we were catching the babies, you know, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. Now Aguilar is Nelson Aguilar of the Philadelphia Eagles, who dropped a couple of passes earlier in the day um, on the Eagles game. When the Eagles lost um, earlier in the, earlier in the day, um, Nelson Aguilar dropped a couple of passes um, in the Atlanta game. So. Akeem Sims said that that kind of went viral. Um, you know, just you know, just what he said and the look on his face when he said that. Um, Hakeem Sims uh, was named was uh, invited to the game, a football game, an Eagles game, by Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar says, "You're a hero." Oh, that's a good. Sport. I want you know, you're a hero. I want to thank you for being great. You know, being a cool dude. Uh, please come to a game. You know, it's on me or whatever. So this Sunday, Eagles Jets. Hakeem Laws, Hakeem, excuse me, he, I, said, I said Sims, his name's Laws, I'm sorry, Hakeem Laws, excuse me, Hakeem Laws is going to be a guest of Nelson Aguilar at the Eagles game, I know he's going to hit up a couple of tailgates, he was in NBC Sports Philly a couple of weeks ago, he's kind of like a local celebrity now, um, so Hakeem Laws is going to, he's actually homeless by the way, I didn't know people people knew that, Oh wow. he's a homeless guy, so it kind of changes the whole story, he's a homeless guy, you know, just doing something, you know, just doing something great, just being a hero, uh, so he is coming to the Eagles game. Um, as a guest of Nelson Aguilar, obviously the two of those guys will link up. So great story, great ending to a great story again. But this is the most Philadelphia story because they asked him the next day or a couple of days later, you know, you're like, you, you know, you're saving babies and you're still thinking about the Eagles game. And he was like, yeah, the Eagles game just happened like 12 hours before. So, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that all day. 
that's Philadelphia in a nutshell. If you didn't know Philadelphia, if you didn't know how we act in Philadelphia, we think about losses in this town for our football team for days. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. That's just the way it is. Like we kind of think about this and it kind of affects our mood for a long time. Weird. So it's a very like I don't know if any other cities like this. I know Philadelphia's like this and I love it. It's different. So Hakeem lost. You get the invite for Sunday dinner. Okay. Who you got? My Sunday dinner invite goes out to, and this is from a couple of weeks ago too. It actually goes back to what we were doing um, before we went to De Bruno a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. We were fortunate enough to go to uh, the Forest, was it the Forest Theater to see Hamilton. And my Sunday dinner invite goes out to the cast of Hamilton. Um, that show was amazing. It was fantastic. They did such a terrific job. I was blown away and I was more blown away coming out and then listening to the uh uh the live what do they call it? the live cast taping the, the cast recording cast yeah. recording the cast recording which I had had for years that I never really years listened to but then I listened to it afterwards and then just realizing how how well matched that live performance was with that cast recording was just ridiculous. I was blown away by the live performance as I was blown away by the um, cast recording. So my invite goes out to that cast. Phenomenal job. I wish I could go see it again. So again, we're going to take you in the kitchen for a second. So years ago, um, back, you know, I kind of right before this Hamilton thing got super, super big. Um, yeah, it was before it became big. Yeah, before it became super, super big, like I bought Chanel uh, the Hamilton uh, CDs, the CD uh, cast recording. Yes. The original Broadway cast recording yes. of Hamilton on CD. I like Chanel. when they first came, like, like when it was before for the, anybody really yeah, like knew 20, what like it 2015, was. Like right before it like, popped off yeah. like huge. So, so I, I bought Chanel. I, so I bought, I bought Chanel this or whatever, and I was trying to explain. I didn't do it well enough, clearly. No, clearly. didn't. And I'm like, cause, but Chanel knows, like, I'm not a fan of musicals at all. Like, I'm not a musical dude. I'm not a Broadway guy or whatever. I'm like, look, like, I don't like musicals. This is fire. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is musicals. It's like hip-hop. It's like hip-hop musical. It's amazing. Like, I think she might have thought it was like Rent or something. Yes, so, I did. I thought so, it was Rent. So she was like, no, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Like, like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, I don't like musicals. This is amazing. She's and like, see, yeah, I like musicals. So when someone who, does, who, tells, who doesn't like them yeah. is like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm looking at him with a side eye like, whatever. Yeah, like, you right. don't know. Yeah, so, so she didn't get it. So it was like, I was like, all right, it's fine. It's whatever. So, like, so me, like, I'd be in the car every day, like, listening to these joints. I'm like, dude, these songs are amazing. Like, this is incredible. So bought tickets for Hamilton. We had a chance to go. Um, didn't have a chance to go to New York for this, but there's three, I think there's three American tours going on right now. So the one in Philadelphia currently is called the Angelica Tour. Um, and the folks here at the Angelica Tour, the Forest Theater, um, they're amazing. They're amazing. Like yeah. top to bottom, like everybody. The, foot, the, like, the cast is amazing. Uh, the orchestra is amazing. Like everything. Like me, again, not knowing how to, what to expect when you go to shows, it's like, Okay, this isn't the New York show with the original cast, so it's probably not going to be as good as you know whatever. I was blown away. These was, people are extraordinarily talented. Yes, they are. Like extraordinary. I, I can't even imagine. It's like yo, like this is a two and a half hour show, and like every note, every they word was on it. point. The they cast directions was on point. Like the stage directions, like everything was on point. Like, it Fantastic was flawless. Job. I'm like, man, this is incredible. And to think that these people do this, like, was it eight times a week? Um, they, they have, like, one dark day. So I yeah. think it's eight times a week, nine times a week, something like that. Maybe it's eight. Um, 
It's amazing. It's amazing. Like, so much respect. And I, I was in awe. Even if you don't like musicals. And I've been to musicals before and you're like, oh, this is great. I don't know. It was something about this one that just completely blew oh, me it away. Just, yeah. Even if you don't like musicals, if you're not a fan of the theater, um, if you just want to see talented people doing doing what they love, like just go That's see what it, they you could see yeah. that they loved. There's them. love, there like there's love there. yeah, like there like there is love there. Like this, like this Hamilton, it was phenomenal. Like I'm going to be talking about this for years. Like this was one of those things. It was just an amazing, amazing event here in Philadelphia for another month or so. I think I think mid think through November seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah mid November. I think mid November. Um, yeah. So if you have a chance to go there, um, I don't think tickets are uber hard to get. Um, no, I know they were I initially. Heard- yeah, uh-huh. I think people more complain about price. It's worth the money. Yeah, yeah, it's worth the money. It's, it's worth it. It's, 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 it's worth, worth it's, the it's money. It's one thousand percent. Again, I don't like musicals. I don't go to the theater. Like, I don't. This we is don't fantastic. Go to theater. I don't go to the theater. Yeah, we've gone to. We saw Diddy. We went to see Diddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We went to see Diddy. Yeah. No, this is no, no Hamilton again. If it's and I know, I know, um, they're going on tour in other cities. I know. One of the tours is going to L.A. in March. I'm not sure where they're all going. But, um, again, if you have a chance to go to Hamilton, I'm sure all the tours are great. I know this particular tour, the Hamilton, the Angelica tour in Philadelphia right now, the entire cast and the orchestra and the crew, amazing. Yes. Just absolutely definitely. amazing. So if you can check it out, definitely do so. You you guys all get the invite to our home for Sunday definitely. dinner. That's it for this edition of John Appetit. But before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.